Hello and welcome to The Kane Violation. I'm your host, Sam Kane. Yeah, it's been a while. I woke up today, realized that it's the last day of April, recalled that I made all ten of you listeners a promise that I was going to do one episode a month. So I said, okay, looks like I'm recording today. Not a ton of research will be <laughs> done in this episode. Uh, not, not not a lot of prepping, all right? I, you know, look, I've been really busy. Guys, I've, I've been swamped. And you know why? Because I realize I gotta start making some money. I gotta start making some money on the podcast. You know, I got I got a bunch of listeners. I got almost a dozen listeners now. So and I was like, alright, well, you know, let me let me shop this around a little bit. Let me see if I can get some show sponsors. So, you know, sent a couple emails, reached out to a few people. And after my, I don't know, 112th email, finally, a sponsor agreed. They agreed to be on the show, and um, I'm just, you know, I'm really happy to have them. I am, I'm so pumped. So, right now, you are going to hear the first ad, the first sponsor on the cane violation. short time ago, this woman was limited by her mobility. A month ago, this man wasn't even able to get around his house. These are people who chose mobility, and they chose the scooter store. If you're living with limited mobility, call the scooter store today. I guarantee no other company will work hard to make you mobile. If we pre-qualify you for a new scooter or power chair and Medicare denies your claim, the scooter store allows you to keep your scooter or power chair at no cost. That's the scooter store guarantee. I expected they'd help me file some paperwork with Medicare and my insurance. I never expected them to be so nice or to work so hard to get me a power chair at no cost to me. You don't qualify for Medicare? No problem. We'll work with your insurance company. Even help with financing. If there's a way, we'll find it. Call the Scooter Store for free information today. Call 1-800-501-5760 for free information. That number again is 1-800-501-5760. The Cane Violation has been brought to you by the Scooter Store. A very reputable a very good company very honest company and I'm just really excited to finally be making some money on this episode so thank you to the scooter store appreciate everything and uh, today we're going to talk about the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> okay, the Denver Nuggets. Highest paid player is actually Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray is making a million more dollars than Nikola Jokic. Longest tenured player believe it is is it Will Barton? Let me double check here. Will Barton was on the Nuggets 14 to 15. Who else was on this team? Is it Will Barton? Yeah, I yeah, it is Will Barton. So, Jokic's first season was the 2015-2016 season. And Will Barton was traded from the Blazers to the Nuggets uh, during the 2014-2015 season. 
It was a trade deadline move. I think it actually brought Aaron Aflalo over to the uh, Trailblazers, and that was like their big, uh, big playoff push move that they were trying to do, and obviously it didn't work. So, um, yeah, I believe he's the longest tenured Will Barton. And uh, let's be honest, I mean, kind of like you guys are getting screwed by this episode by me not doing much research, the Nuggets got screwed by injuries this year. They did. They did. Jamal Murray didn't play a single game. Michael Porter Jr., not looking good. He's got some back issues. That's why he dropped in the draft. Back issues. It's not looking great. But, you know, let's just... It's a lost season. Clean slate next year, though. Clean slate. So, I'm going to say... Murray's gonna come back and he'll be he'll be fine. He'll be fine. I mean he had a yeah, whole year off. Yeah, it'll be fine. Maybe there'll be a little rust at the beginning, but he'll be fine. You guys are gonna be ready to compete next year. Now Jokic God, I mean you got one of the 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 best players, one of the best NBA players that will probably uh, see this century, if we're being honest. That's how good he is. This is uh, this guy's already a Hall of Fame. His career could end today, and he would be in the Hall of Fame. I I'd say so. I say so. So, uh, yeah, Murray making 31, uh, well, that was this year, (laughs) next year, 33, year after that, 36, year after that, 38, aye, 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 it's a lot of money, but, you know, it's crazy, he hasn't even been an all-star yet, maybe next year, though, next year, you know, it's going to be uh, the Murray All-Star Tour. Game one. Game one of the season. That's when the tour begins. Jokic, $30 million this year. $32 million. Oh, wow, actually. Okay. So Jokic can sign an extension next year? Let's double-check this. Jokic extension because he's only under contract for one more year next year Uh, yeah I mean Jokic isn't going to leave the Nuggets that's not happening so um, yeah you're probably going to you're going to have Jokic for the rest of the decade probably a little longer than that how old? So Jokic is twenty-seven. I mean, this guy. He, I he can probably play though. He's in his late thirties, I'd say. So you got like ten more years of Jokic. I mean, not he's not gonna be able to play at a high level, but I mean, I hope his game will probably age like uh, Al Horford a little bit. You know. The decline will be there, but it will be be pretty slow because he doesn't he doesn't have to use a lot of athleticism. He really does. He's a very doughy boy, doughy doughy boy. So uh, yeah, Murray, Jokic, you guys are contenders next year. It's all good. It's fine. Uh, okay, next guy is Aaron Gordon, making $16 million. He just signed an extension. He will be under contract until 2026. So, uh, and he is 26 right now. So still fairly young, actually, which is kind of wild to think of. It seems like he has been in the NBA 
for a decade when really he was drafted 2014. So, you know, pretty close. He's eight-year veteran, but he's still technically in his mid-20s. I'd say I'd say 26 is mid-20s. 27... That's uh, that's when uh, you're, you're uh, the late twenties, I'd say. So you know, still pretty young, and he was uh, he was okay this year. Let's see what he averaged: fifteen points a game. What did he shoot from three? Uh, not great, thirty three percent. But I know it's been. A lot lower in years past for Gordon, shooting-wise. But a, a good starter to have. A good starter to have. So when they're all healthy, it would be in the starting lineup, Murray, I guess Barton, and then you would go Porter, Gordon, Jokic. Not bad. Not bad. So, yeah. Might as well get, might as well keep him. It's, you know, not great paying him $20 million. You probably would like to pay him half of that, if we're being honest. But he's a, he's a competitor. Sometimes he sucks, though. So he, he just has some bad games sometimes where... You're just like, God, I, I, I would hate if this guy was on my team. I remember when there were trade rumors with the Celtics wanting to acquire Gordon for, I believe, Marcus Smart. And a lot of Celtic fans were on board with that. This is probably like two, three years ago. And I'm just like, are you guys out of your freaking mind? No way. I uh, I was willing to die on the Marcus Smart Island, even when he was taking those awful, ill-advised threes. And, uh, you know, I feel pretty good now. I feel pretty good after uh, vouching that I would never want to trade Smart. Even during, you know, some dark years. Last season wasn't great for Smart. Definitely terrible shot selection. And uh, I was really worried that he was going to leave the Celtics. Thank God we kept him. But we're talking about the Nuggets. And Will Barton is up next, making 15. Or he, all right, so it's he, one more year. One more year on his contract, making $16.6 million. How did he do this year? 14.7 points a game. 36% from behind the arc. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, I would keep him there, you know. Unless you really can upgrade. Unless there's there's someone out there and you need his salary to do a little bit of matching, then um then yeah, I would I would see what's out there. Um Monte Morris is up next. Uh, yeah, you're you're gonna want to keep the. I'm at. <laughs> this guy's good, man. Monte Morris. He was on one of my fantasy teams, and you know, it, it was kind of like uh, I didn't draft him. It was just a pickup, and he you know ended up remaining on the roster for the rest of the year after maybe picking him up and week two or week three and he's he's killer man he's, he can shoot I think he has the best three point percentage on the team from this season uh, amazingly it was actually Bryn Forbes uh, but Monte Morris was uh, 39% so basically 40% from three how much are they paying this guy? 8.3 this year, 9 next year, 9.6 a year after that. Really good. I'm 
pretty sure they drafted this guy. I think he was even on a two-way contract at one point. Let me verify, though. What draft? Okay, so... 2017 draft, pick 51. Stupid computer. I mean, yeah, that's... What a what a pickup for the second round in the fifties. All right, let's just see who else was picked in the fifties that year. Are they even still in the league? Let alone like <laughs> on the same team that drafted them. Okay, uh, pick number fifty in the twenty seventeen draft was Matthias Lasort. Guy guys never played in the NBA. Who owns his draft rights? I don't even know. Um, and then 51, Monte Morris. Woohoo! Uh, pick 52 was Edmund Sumner. Actually, he might still be on the Pacers. No, he's a free agent. He was on the Pacers for a while, though. When did he get waived? Um, last season. Oh, it's weird. It's weird he didn't end up on another team. Like he wasn't bad on the Pacers. So twenty twenty one season average seven point five points a game. So Sumner decent. Kadeem Allen, where's he playing now? He's playing in Israel. <laughs> Kadeem Allen, Celtic legend. Uh, pick fifty four. Alec Peters, where's he now? He is in Basconia. What's Basconia uh, for? Oh, it's a, a Spanish team. So a lot of these guys not even uh, playing in this country anymore. Nigel Williams-Goss, pick 55, Real Madrid. Actually a pretty good team to play for. Uh... Number 56, Shabari Bird. We're not even going to talk about him. But very disturbing stuff from um, the former Celtic. Pick 57, Sasha Vezenkov. Never played a game in the NBA. Number 58, Ognan Haramaz. Never played in the NBA. Pick 59, Jaron Blossom Game. Vaguely remember this guy. Where is he now? He's playing, where is this? In Germany. Yeah. So, <laughs> what, so what? Uh, and then 60 was this guy named Alpha Kaba. Never played a game in the NBA. I mean, do, do these teams even own the draft rights to these people anymore? God. So, 50 to 60, 2017 draft. Only guy still in the NBA, Monte Morris. So hell of a pick by the Nuggets nabbing him um, late in the second round. So uh, I, I'm, he played so well that I might say put Will Barton's fanny on the bench when Murray comes back. So you... Um, I I don't know if Porter's gonna be healthy beginning next season, but let's say he is. Starting lineup, I do I do Jamal Murray, Monte Morris, Porter, Gordon, Jokic. That's what I do. Next guy, uh, Jamichael Green. He'll be under contract for eight point seven next year expiring contract an expiring contract but I think they should trade how he averaged 6.4 points a game this year you want to know what he shot from 3 26% yikes I mean isn't that like why he was in the league because he could shoot threes let's see has he ever shot well from beyond the arc 
okay. I mean, this guy, this guy shot 39% from three. Jamichael Green shot 39.9% from three last year. That makes no sense. 39.99. So basically 40% from three. Year before that, 38%. Year before that, um, uh, with uh, the Clippers, it was 41%. With Memphis, it was 40%. Um, and then, uh, I mean, this guy, he's, he's a lights-out uh, shooting power forward. Like, what the hell happened? How do you go from 39% to 26%? I mean, he was averaging about three, four attempts per game. This season, it was barely even two. Getting a lot less minutes. He's 31, declining. I think uh, you got a trade candidate there. I think you got a trade candidate there. And another guy who I think is a trade candidate... Probably Jeff Green. I know he was helpful for your team this year, especially at age 35. I'm actually very impressed that Jeff Green is, uh, you know, still playing at this level at this age. I mean, kind of a- aging well for the player he is, but I mean, obviously disappointing. For Celtic fans, we thought this guy was going to be a future all-star when we acquired him from the Oklahoma City Thunder. Never happened. Uh, We learned quickly he's a very inconsistent player. He'll he'll just completely disappear at times. But then there's times where he'll make incredible plays. Uh, I I recall uh, the uh, 2013 season, Brad Stevens' first season. Uh, Jeff Green hit uh, almost an impossible three-pointer over, I believe, LeBron to beat the Heat. And it uh, it was a great shot. It was a great shot. So I mean, there there's times where he'll he'll step it up and play really well, but um he's made since he's making four point five, and then you got Jamichael Green making eight point seven. Let's uh, let's get the old calculator out because I cannot do math well. Eight point seven plus four point five. What's that? Thirteen point two. So, maybe maybe you put a little package together. Who is making around $13 million? Well, let's look at the NBA salaries amongst the league. Now, this could change. I mean, say the Nuggets bring uh, a green, both greens, <laughs> both Jay Greens uh, back at the beginning of next season. Maybe you um, can trade for a player who, you know, is a, is a free agent this season, but will sign a contract around like $13 million this year. And then maybe he signed the contract with a team that's really underachieving. Then Denver can uh, put a package together. But, with uh with guys who will not be free agents, let's see who's making around thirteen million dollars, who uh could be on the trading block. Contavious Caldwell Pope, do the Wizards really want him? I mean, I guess they're competing, but um, I that it wouldn't be. It would be horrible to have uh, another shooter for the Nuggets. Who else? Who else? Luke Kennard. And I don't think the Clippers are going to want to do a trade with the Nuggets. Terrence Ross. $11.5 million. How about uh, Utah? Jordan Clarkson. 
Utah, they're uh, they're in trouble right now. They might actually be blowing up their team. So that could work. Doug McDermott, Spurs, 13.7. Who's next? Who's next? Malik Beasley, Timberwolves, maybe. And uh, what about Duncan Robinson? $16.9 million? Hmm. Maybe the Nuggets say, look, maybe we can nab this guy from the Heat. I mean, we'll see. I, th- that all depends on how Duncan Robinson does for the rest of these playoffs. I'm kind of curious. Uh, by the way, haven't even talked about how the Celtics have been playing in uh, this year's playoffs. It's uh, It's been pretty cool, obviously, recording this April 30th. So, Game 1, Celtics-Milwaukee's tomorrow. We'll see how that goes. But, uh, yeah, that would be something. If the Nuggets could get Duncan Robinson, resurrect him a bit, that would be a pretty cool move. So, some options that uh, Nuggets can do with their salary. I think they have draft picks, right? I don't know. Again, I I didn't do a lot of prep for this episode, so I apologize I'm looking stuff up on the fly. Future draft picks. Nuggets. Nuggets. Better watch it. Nuggets. Boo, boo, boo. See, they, I mean, they have their first round pick this year. Trade it. Get Duncan Robinson. What are you doing? They do not have their pick next year. They traded it. To the Thunder? For who? I don't know. It's complicated. They're not out of draft picks. That's what I'm saying. So they could probably put something together. Who's next? Uh, Michael Porter. What? I haven't heard much about this guy. I know Ben's... Uh, not Ben. Bill Simmons was... Um, talking to Haralabob, the guy, uh, the apparent uh, uh, gambler who made millions of dollars on the early 2000s uh, Lakers through betting, who eventually got a role in the Dallas Mavericks front office, was eventually fired. He was on Bill Simmons' podcast. He's, he's been a regular on Bill Simmons' podcast uh years um he didn't appear while he was in the front office for the Mavericks so uh this season was Haralabob's first appearance on Bill Simmons podcast after like a a, you know three-year hiatus and Bill Simmons was talking about Michael Porter and criticizing the Nuggets for giving him such a huge extension and Haralabob was like look it's really hard (laughs) working at an NBA front office especially for a small market team Denver had to do it so I thought that was that was interesting interesting honest take from uh, Haralabob you know, we we criticize these teams, us us armchair GMs. We uh, we say, oh, they're stupid, they're so dumb for giving Michael Porter a hundred million dollars. The guy has back problems. Even though Porter looked really good, was it? Uh, two seasons ago? I mean, yeah, the guy, the guy was dynamite. So, you know, yeah, they, they had to pay him to keep him. 
I really hope I didn't do the nuggets already. I'm I'm looking back through my archive because I want to do all 30 teams. And then when I'm done with all 30, you know, just uh, I'm doing an episode focusing on one team and I I started in I think yeah, it was August, August of last year, and I've done one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two. So Nuggets is twenty-three. So after this, I have. 4, 25, 26, 27, 30. So 7. 7 more teams after this one. What was I saying? Michael Porter. Yeah, what's going on with his back? Let me look that up. Michael Porter. Status. Watch this. March 29 update. Oh, that's right. Reportedly suffered a minor setback in his rehab process, which puts him, which puts his return to the court in doubt. Uh, I mean, yeah, obviously he wasn't going to play this season. So, you know... I would say probably not going to return for the beginning of next season, but let's hope it's maybe a couple months in. Hopefully at least halfway through the season he's back. But not not great. Let's let's just hope for the best though. He's he's a fun player to watch. Does he chuck threes a lot? Kind of. But He's he's a good fun player, fun player, and we want the Nuggets to win. You're you're a likable team. You're a likable team. I like you guys. So, who's next? Who's next? We talked about Porter, Jeff Green making four point five. Talked about him a little bit. Um. <laughs> It's Fasundo Capazzo. This, this, I, you know, I was a fan of this guy until whatever the hell he did to Wayne Ellington, I think he just, like, like, pushed him. For no, so, I, they were going, I think, uh, they, <laughs> Capazzo was getting ready for a rebound. Wayne Ellington's back was, you know, in the opposite direction of Capazzo. And Capazzo just runs up and just throws him down. That's messed up. I don't think this guy will be back in the NBA. I mean, how do you even do this season? He didn't, I don't think he got any playoff minutes. Average 5.1 points a game. 30% from behind the arc. Not very good. Not very good. You want to be like uh, at least maybe 32, 33, 30%. Not great. I don't even think he was. He appeared in a single playoff game this year. Let's see if I'm right. Where the hell are... Never mind. I think he was in every playoff game. This really, really shows how much I was paying attention to uh, the Nuggets Warriors series. He didn't get a lot of time, though. He definitely did not get a lot of time. Where the hell is... Come on, basketball reference. What is this? I don't know. Disappointing year, though. Not great. 
I don't think the Nuggets will bring him back. He's probably just going to go back to the EuroLeague, wherever he was before this. Bye-bye, Zeke Naji. Solid, pretty solid uh, first-rounder they got a couple years ago. Saw a little bit of him. Let's see, let's see. Is he average 6.6 a game? He's, you know, decent rotation piece. He's cheap. Got some upside. So you keep him. Definitely keep him. Austin Rivers. I know he played, but did he even do much? You know, what does he make? Maybe, maybe you just bring him back for cheap. But if you want to go in a different direction, I understand. He's kind of the band-aid for <laughs> Jamal Murray. Austin Rivers, just very mediocre player. Just not that great. Not that great. Kind of, kind of, an annoying player. Mean mugger. He's got, you know, he he acts like he's, you know, this super duper tough guy. But, uh, you know, I used to be a big fan of Doc Rivers. Obviously, as a Celtic fan. But as time has gone on, I'm realizing Doc is, uh, yeah, he's, he's, got, he's got some problems. He's got some, pro some coaching problems and maybe some personal problems, too. I believe Austin Rivers said that his dad wasn't available. It's, there was a quote. It was a damning quote. Couple years ago, Austin Rivers' dad. He, he said it was hell playing for his father. Okay. Is it really that bad? I mean, come on. He, he got you yeah, tens of millions of dollars. Whatever, uh, you want to bring him back, then why not? Next guy, Bones Highland. I like this guy. Keep him, keep him. I, uh, God, wish the Celtics got this guy. Like him a lot. Uh, you know, he's a pest, pest on defense. He can shoot really well. He's got a cool name. So, Nugget fans, you got Bone this season, but you also have Bones. That was awful. Next up, Vlatko Kankar. I, I don't think he saw much of the floor this year. Played in 15 games, started one. Average 4.1 points a game which is pretty surprising. But, nah. He, he's a free agent. Don't bring him back. DeMarcus Cousins, bring him back. Bring him back. I know he can be a hothead. He can get a lot of technical fouls, but he also can get, yeah, 10 points in 8 minutes. So, uh, good Jokic insurance. Definitely good Jokic insurance. I would bring him back. Why not? So, Nugget fans, uh, you got screwed this year. Injuries, it sucks, but the future's still bright. It's still bright. Even if Porter doesn't come back at the beginning of next year, you'll have Murray. 
it's going to be all right. Bones is going to get better. Najee's going to improve. Maybe you can trade for Duncan Robinson. Get rid of Jamichael Green. Don't re-sign Fasando Capazzo. Don't do it. It's going to be fine, Nuggets fans. It's going to be fine. And our movie of the week. Month. <laughs> it's from 1960. It's called Beyond the Time Barrier. A romance sci-fi flick about a military test pilot who ends up going into outer space, ends up in some kind of wormhole, finds himself in the year 2024, so the future. Now, my beef with this film, nowhere did I see anyone holding or using an iPhone, or making a TikTok video. Edgar G. Ulmer, the director of this motion picture, should be ashamed of himself. He, he really got the year 2024 wrong. Now, apparently, uh, they're, they're saying in 2024, there's some kind of plague that has sterilized the world's population. I don't know, Ed, Edgar. I, I don't think that's going to happen. But, you know, it is two years away. Who knows? Who knows? And look, I know camera technology wasn't the best back then. But my god, it looks like they shot this thing using a curling iron. Ay, 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 ay. And at the end of the day, this military test pilot, it's all just a bunch of space, time warp, mumbo jumbo, not many explosions, and just a lot of dumb stuff. The film also stars Darlene Tompkins, who uh, is apparently the only woman in 2024 who can actually have children and can also read the main character's thoughts. The main character is Major William Allison. And they're uh, they're in this uh, this strange world where they can't even really go outside for too long because there's mutants. There's mutants in the year 2024. And if you piss them off, they will chase you, and uh, you know snap your neck or whatever they were doing. And I just wasn't I wasn't super impressed with uh with this film although an interesting concept kind of yeah you know time i like time traveling but it's uh it's slow very slow and i think one of the main problems is that we're just kind of in one location the whole time i wanted to see more of the war of 2024 I I want to see people outside with their masks on. I want to see people fighting, people getting into fist fights with bystanders filming them, getting ready to upload it to public freakout on Reddit. And it was nowhere to be found in this film. And it's really a disappointment. But they had some interesting sets. Uh, the 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 whatever the hell they were inside. Uh, the uh, the main the main uh, hatch, whatever it is. It had some unique decoration. It. It, I guess it was like upside-down pyramids coming down from the ceiling, like pyramid-shaped uh, objects. They, they were trying to make it look futuristic, but 
Yeah, it's, you know, nothing like that screams 2024. They were way off. How could they not have known that 2024, it's basically just everyone walking around looking down at something they're holding, their phone. I didn't see a single cell phone in this movie. So the filmmaker, the writer, that would be Edgar G. Almer, the director, Arthur C. Pierce, the writer, should be ashamed of themselves. They should be. But, you know, what was the budget? Uh, probably, uh, if they probably just paid the crew in malted milkshakes, if we're being honest. What am I going to give this? I think, what's the worst, the, the bad rating is... God, I totally blanked out on it the last podcast. It's, uh, yeah, that, you see, this is the problem. I haven't done an episode over a month. I don't, the Kandra rating. The Kandra rating, that's the worst rating. And we've only given a, a couple movies that rating. Now, this isn't, this is pretty bad, but I don't, I don't think I'm going to give it the Kandra rating. Like, it didn't piss me off. Obviously, I was kidding at the beginning about the iPhone thing. You know, it's a standard sci-fi flick. Standard, standard sci-fi flick. And it has Ken Knox. Ken the giant Gila monster Knox. Ken Knox portrayed... Horatio Alger Steamroller Smith in the great film The Giant Gila Monster, a movie that I actually first saw, I think after I came home from a party, a party in the eighth grade. I, uh, I did a play. I uh, it, it was the the first play I was ever in, and uh, you know, well, uh, it, back then there wasn't really a theater click or anything. It was middle school, so you know there were kids that were just you know didn't have too much to do and would just say, oh, whatever, I'll try out for the play. And that's what I did. I was interested in acting. I was like, I'm going to try out for the play. I remember auditioning. I sang Hello, Goodbye by the Beatles. Did a horrible job. And the role I got was a, <laughs> a, a glorified extra. Uh, I, I literally brought out a stool for the main character to sit on. I think I was some kind of ship captain or something like that. But anyways, there was an after party. There was an after party, and some kids were drinking. They were sipping Bud Lights. And then, and then I remember one dude made out with a... Uh, you know they were cast members. Uh, yeah, I think they were cast. I think they were, you know, part of the chorus or something. But they made out, and everyone went crazy. Oh my God! We're just kids. We're just thirteen, fourteen-year-old kids. These people, they're making out. Where am I going with this? Oh yeah. So I got a ride home. And, uh, you know, I went to my, my dad's house. I didn't drink, by the way. I, I didn't drink at all. Um, but I remember being a big fan of the channel AMC at the time, and I'd always tune in to Fear Friday because they'd play, like, a new horror movie. And the movie they were playing... 
was the giant Gila monster. I, I literally witnessed a uh, lizard walking in front of a toy train set and knocking it off its tracks and thinking it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I guess. It's like, oh my god, monster movies are amazing. This is so fake. But anyways, Ken Knox, an actor from that movie, is in Beyond the Time Barrier. And uh, that is it. Uh, I'll give it the Abbey rating. I'll give it the Abbey rating. This is probably one of the worst Abbey ratings that are out there, though. I mean, if we're ranking the Abbey rating ratings, I give a lot. I give a lot of movies the Abbey rating. That's you know, it's it's like a C plus B minus grade or a C. Where you're just like, yeah, you know, you pass, but, you know, giving you a D or an F would be pretty harsh. So, you know, I don't, I don't want you to fail. So, here's a passing grade. It's pretty meh, whatever. And that's what this movie is. It's meh, whatever. I'll probably never watch it again. But if you guys want to watch it, it's on Tubi. Enjoy the hip hop of the week month. The only way. The only way. You know we do. So obsessed, homeboy. Only way I was to the bag, I figure. You ain't even me, you little punk ass. We stay hustling, fool, keep the family tight We run business, know our witness Whatever daddy ever contradict this That's why I only love to control it Love for my hood and the n- that I roll with I love that way, but it's a jungle We come from the darkest corners Where all the street kids rumble And they hustle on and hold dice in the bundle Stumble on their bread, some can't stay humble Many catch cases and under pressure they crumble Real catch them, they're bound to catch a couple Springs of hot lead show Will make you tumble. No names attached, they could put you out with one blow.
body snatcher. We folk the delegate that got ya. Hard enough that I could chew a whole bag of rock. To an avenue, to an off street and off block. To turn around and do the same damn thing to a solo. Cause Reggie Noble's piss. I crushed the whole brain frame. Cause you couldn't maintain the funk. The heavy rap style for lunch, job. Cause 92, I take a whole crew. Give them a put to the book, not all of their go to loose. I'll show you what type of stuff I'm on. You can't puff or slip it. Because I was born with it. The broken Della Devil hit you with the rap level of 10. The one, two, three, your pen. I get action. So everybody jump with your rump. If you like the way the sound pump, pump it in your back. And let loose with the juice when I do rock I'm too hot, some say I got more juice than two pop Straight out of Jersey You heard me, my brother, I'm laughing Time, time for some back, yeah Brothers that don't be knowing, what's up? Word is bomb, I gotta show them the flavor. Back to the funk track, like black sheep, my man, you say, uh, who's the red man? Where's the red man? I kill, I smother, I get that one in the red. Right in the mind. 
the inner mind's eye. Time, one of the deepest mysteries known to man. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. As you continue to stay tuned. Process radiates your optics. Subconsciously haunts and sees. Superhuman technician, atomic interdimension. Too mental with intuition. Typographical aptitude, let my lasers clap at you. Map the roots, psychologically crapping out. What you laughing about? Imitations. Getting penetrated in 3D simulation. In my empty training class, remain in mass. Never get liquidated, convert energy into matter instantly with a pen and pad. Calculate the center grad, keep the center of gravity. Abolish apathy, graphically packing 380s. With body heat sensitive, bullets you need safety. Vests on your face and neck, mental armory. Levitate lakes for my monarchy. No malarkey, my flow's embarking. Psionically sparking, brain cells till they sparkling. Like five enchiladas, this plane of existence is amazingly different from my orbital oratory, always going for the glory. You pop wide open for my sly slogans. I stay in effect with alien tech, make you wanna say he's the best. With synchronization, with commentation, it's armor plated, hard to fake it. Never carbonated, scar your matrix, virtually a certainty. Merge your mediocre sheets of sofa with my stellar energy. Della Semele, a realm where anything is possible. NASA scientists can't define this mechanical mindset, diamond alignment. Astro, grapple, flow, pterodactyl, very factual crash course, last resort, cast me off, at last we warp to my own world, my own neurological cubby hole, open the air shaft, I'll be there fast with spare wraps to tear back their mass. Deltron, experimental, critical, literal, professor, test the pitiful, micronautilus interchangeable, all of this gamma, grandma, far from Bama, got my control bandanas, to control your clan with scanners, ran the planet like a band of bandits who man the cannons, and guns with random, subatomic, level logic, bug with phonics, tub of chronic, glowing brighter with controlling ciphers, unraveling rhyme and traveling time, alien life form, melon a pipe bomb, deltoy, lifelong, I write songs, monarch, absolute, serve a glass of proof, when I vanish, leave my spirit in a planet On top of the surface, my words and wit emerging 